my friend East, uh, Lisa Vanderberg moved to Austin, Texas, uh, not too long ago. And, um, and she has this ministry called Adventures with Jesus Today. Uh, and you can, she's one of my friends on Facebook. And, um, and then she, she has these adventures with Jesus and she shares them on her Facebook page. And I thought that today, uh, was a real good one. Anyway, so, um, so remember, there's a conversation between, uh, Lisa and, uh, and Jesus and, um, what's, what's happening here. And I'll try to, you know, I'll, I'll try to read it as a story here. Okay. So Lisa says, Lord, uh, you told me, uh, to do this, but now it's failed and I feel like I can't trust you. What do I do with what I'm feeling? Don't we have those questions sometimes? Uh, Jesus responded, uh, Lisa, will you come on an adventure with me and let me show you how I see it? Lisa said, thank you, Lord, uh, that you don't get angry with me for coming to you, but instead you want uh, to help me understand. I love you f- for accepting me in whatever state I'm in. Jesus said, beloved, you are right. I did tell you, I love it. I did tell you to do that thing. You were, um, uh, you are also right, uh, but it, that it didn't turn out the way you thought it would. Lisa said, I know, Lord, but it makes me mad and sad, and I don't know what else to do with it all. Jesus responded, uh, the reason you're feeling those emotions is because you had a picture in your mind of what success would look like. You attached all of your faith to the outcome looking a certain way. Lisa responded, isn't that what we're supposed to do? Isn't that faith? And Jesus said, make no mistake. I love that you listen to my leading and put action to what I told you. That is faith, and it pleases me greatly uh, that you have it. The problem is that you put your faith in the outcome instead of me. Whoa, Lord, please explain, she said. You can absolutely stand on my promises, Jesus said. You know the promises that say, uh, when you will go through the valley of the shadow of death, I will be with you and I will lead you out. That's Psalm 23, 4. Also says, I am faithful to finish what I start in your life. Philippians 1, 6. My plans for you are good. Jeremiah 29, 11 and many more. So even in the circumstance, uh, even in the circumstances look, even though uh, the circumstances look like they failed in your eyes, that is not how I see the situation. Lisa said, oh, Lord, that gives me uh, a deep, deep sense of security and peace. You're working all things together for my good, and I can stand on that truth. Jesus said, yes, precious one, you can trust my character and not in what you see in front of you. I will reveal my good plans as we walk through this situation together. So keep your eyes on me. Okay. Um, uh, Lisa has a ministry called Adventures with Jesus Today. And, uh, and you can go to her, um, website in order to, um, in, in order to, um, you know, look at that. If you need the link, I can message that to you. Okay. All right. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. And, and the reason why I read that was because I want to talk about uh, those, some of those scriptures that she had talked about in leadership. See, a lot of times we come with an expectation of what the answer looks like. What does the answer look like? And so when God gives us something, we think 
we think we know what how it's going to turn out, what it's going to look like. You know, for example, uh, you know, this voting thing, everybody thought it was going to be figured out the first day. But if we thought that with with what the tactics were from the beginning um, to uh, make it an issue, you know, uh, to, to make the uh, voting uh, a problem, you know, you had to know that there was going to be a problem yesterday, that we weren't going to get a result yesterday. People walking out with ballots unprotected. Okay? People walking out without protect, without uh, any, any um, uh, so people can come and steal the ballots if they want to. Um, regardless of which side you're on, it's not the issue. The point is, let's have a free and fair election. That's what, that's what the best part about what America was all about, was that we can, uh, we can have a fair election. I don't care, again, I don't care what side you're on. If you're, if you're blue or red or green or purple or white, it doesn't matter. That's not the issue. The issue is specifically that you have to see that the enemy's tactics in all of this. The enemy wants to kill, steal, and destroy. But Jesus came that we might have life and have it abundantly. And, and so the outcome here doesn't look like what we thought it was going to look like. It looks differently, doesn't it? But don't focus on the situation. Don't even let your faith be on what you think it's going to look like in the outcome. Go back to some of the prophecies of the, of the older prophets, uh, you know, Kim Clement and others, you know. And believe me, the, the, the swamp does not want to be drained, okay? Whoops, that was a political statement, and if that stepped on your toes, I'm sorry. Um, <clears throat> but the, 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 the object is that the political spirit wants to take over, and it was in the midst of a political spirit that Jesus died. But make no mistake about it. This is part of the great shaking that is happening that the Lord spoke to me about years ago, uh, last year, that he said there's going to be a great shaking and then the billions souls revival will come. So let's go um, uh, to uh, Psalm 23, verse 4. It says, Lord, even when your path takes me. Now, as a leader, you have to see this. Okay? Even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me, for you already have. You remain close to me and lead me through it all the way. Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I'll never be lonely for you are near. When you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, and as a leader, you will walk through the valley of the shadow of death. It's just not talking there about death, physical death. It's talking about um, it, it's talking about dreams and visions and all of that. God will take you through the, the the hardships. God will take you through your situations. That's why I read that thing with from Lisa Vanderberg because it's so true. A lot of times we put our trust in what success in obeying God looks like, and that's not it at all. Okay. Philippians chapter 1, verse 6. You know, he says um, that he will, uh, he who started a good work in you 
We'll see it to its completion in the day of Christ Jesus, okay? So 1.6 in the Passion Translation says, I pray with great faith for you because I am fully convinced that the one who began this glorious work in you will faithfully continue the process of maturing you and will put his finishing touches on it until the unveiling of our Lord Jesus Christ. This, this, this good work, this worthwhile work, that he who has begun this worthwhile work in you, he will do it, uh, you know, uh, to see you mature. I love this. In you faithfully continue the process of maturing you. Another translation says that he will see it, that he will see to it that you remain faithful. And he'll put his finishing touches on it. Ephesians 2.10. I love it. We are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works. In the Passion Translation it says, We have become his poetry, a recreated people that will fulfill the destiny he has given each of us. For we are joined to Jesus, the anointed one, even before we were born. God planned in advance our destiny and good works we would do to fulfill it. Now understand this too. I'm, I'm reading out of the Passion, but understand in Romans 8.29, he says um, that you have been destined to be in the image of Jesus. Okay? So you, in, in all of this, uh, Jeremiah 29.11, the, uh, um, the, 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 the plans I have for you, are plans of good and not of evil to give you a future, hear me, and a hope. And a hope. Jeremiah 29, 11. As a leader, and if you want to become a leader, you have to see the, the, what is actually transpiring here. God is doing a deep work in you. And I shared before that when I came to Reading, I lost everything. But I gained more. I gained a closeness with Jesus that never would have happened had I not lost it all. My pride was in the stuff that I had. I was proud that my family, um, that my family was together. I mean, we were married for 34 years. I was proud that I had a lot of Bible study notes and I can study the Bible really well and I can preach. I was proud of that. God took it all away. <laughs> I remember, uh, you know, I love leading worship. And, uh, <coughs> excuse me, I love leading worship. And, and one of the things that, uh, that happened when I came to Reading is they just don't have a need for it. There are m hundreds of people can I say there are at least a thousand people that can lead worship? And I'm like, whoa, they don't even need that. And I was destined to be in my backyard just worshiping by myself until other things took place. God is in the business of interrupting what we think success in God looks like. It was Jim Elliott that said, success in Jesus is not, um, uh, is not found in how many people you have in your church. Success in Jesus is, is found on how, many, how often that you obey him. 
It's a good word. It's not popular, but it's a good word. So what are we left with? What are we left with? We're left with, do you trust him enough in your process? Do you trust God enough in your process to walk through, to make you and mold you into his image and to see the end result through his eyes? I don't want to burst your bubble or mine. God doesn't have to use you. He wants to use you. God doesn't have to um, tickle your fancy by making you popular. God's called you to something. God's called you to a ministry. God's called you to lead people. And leadership looks different. And I'm not talking about just standing in front, you know, because leadership is bigger than that. Okay, so don't get shallow-minded here. Remember that movie, Sergeant York? He wasn't, Sergeant York was not a leader by rank. But he shot, you know, he, he, he captured the Germans and, um, and brought them into custody, became a war hero, and eventually they made him a sergeant. But leadership is not what's on the outside. Leadership happens from the inside. Everything that you go through is preparing you to lead through situations. Hear me. You're going to make it. You're going to make it. What does that mean? God loves you and he cares about you. And God wants nothing else. God loves you, he cares about you, and he wants nothing else but to use you. He doesn't have to, he just wants to. Because Romans 8.29 says that we've been predestined to be made into the image of a son. I want to read that to you so that you know what your destiny is. I get a lot of people, Tom, what's my destiny? And I tell them all the time, I don't know. <laughs> I do know. This is your destiny. For he knew all about us before we were born, and he destined us from the beginning to share the likeness of his son. That's what our destiny is. That's what your destiny is. Okay? In the Aramaic, he has sealed us to be in the, to share in the likeness or the image of Jesus. We 
happened to just be shells, can I say, for Jesus to dwell in us and to bring about his purpose on earth. That his kingdom would come and that his will would be done in earth, and can I add, through us as it is in heaven. Okay? In this world you will have pressure. But take courage, because God has already overcome the world. Amen. Jesus reigns above everything, and you need to trust him, not your outcome. Or not what you think your outcome will look like. I remember, this may be a stupid illustration, but I'll say it anyway. I was in New York last year, uh, and, and I bought pizza. I went to this pizza place, hole-in-the-wall dive place, which is always a good sign when you're in New, Jer- in New York, to get pizza. And I walked in, and I paid my $2 uh, for my slice of pizza and a Coke. Shameless plug. And, um, and as I was in there, uh, the, these slices, the guy ended up giving me two slices and the Coke. Two slices. They were huge. They were, can I, can I, can I tell you, each slice was like this came down like right about to here and then circled around and I ate two of them for $2. I think he just gave them to me. Gave me the extra one. It was delicious. <laughs> it was. Oh, thinking about it now, Lord Jesus, take me back to the place that I was there. But in that place that I went to, there were, there were three Arab men. One of them had a swollen eye And I looked at him and I just said, dude, no means no. (laughs) And he laughed. And I said, what happened? And he just said, he just had an eye infection or an infection that swelled that I had a couple of weeks ago. And I said, well, let me pray for it. And I said, "You you know, you believe that Jesus heals. I believe that Jesus heals. Let me pray for you. I prayed for him and the swelling went down. And he goes, whoa, what did you do? So I just prayed. You, you believe that Jesus heals. I believe that Jesus heals. And that's all we did. We just asked Jesus to heal us. So we did it. And then, um, and then he ends up, his eye opens, and he's able to do it. And then he comes out. His friend says, hey, I got a problem with my back. And I'm like, oh, let me pray for that. I didn't touch them. I was sitting in my chair, and I just said, God, Jesus, heal his back. He goes, whoa. And he went through his back, and... He was fine. The other guy had a knee problem. So it was, it was that way, and it was really, really, really cool. Why am I telling you this? I'm telling you this because I love you. And I'm telling you this because you need to trust Jesus. And when you ask for something, it may look differently than what you want it to look like, but it'll be more than enough. Hence the pizza illustration. It'll always be more than enough. It'll always be more than you expected. I remember the meme that had the um, kid that, you know, Jesus is there holding, you know, uh, with a big brand new teddy bear behind his back and he's asking for this girl, this little baby, this child. Hey, would you give me your uh, old tattered teddy bear? She goes, but I love it so much. I love it so much. 
She didn't see behind his back. He had a brand new, bigger, and the same thing with us. So let's pray. That's all we're going to do today. So let's pray and let's just ask God um, to come. We're going to pray for a couple of things. In Jesus' name, we call for the life of God, the heaven itself to fall. I pray, Jesus, that in all things that you would be honored and you would be glorified. Today, God, as, as we walk through, some of us were walking through the valley of the shadow of death. Some of us are walking through um, <clears throat> this, this, this process of being matured. All we want to do is rest and trust you for everything. Thank you, Father, so much for your goodness. Thank you for your grace. I ask you now, yeah, God, come on. Pour it out. God is healing somebody now. And, and, and I, all I heard was that he's healing somebody. I have no idea where the pain is, but I just, you know, you just need to know that God's healing that right now. Jesus. Somebody with a lower back issue, right on the, on my, uh, on my body, I feel it in the left side of the coccyx area. That's in the back, the lower bone in the back, the, the, the tailbone, uh, right at that area there. There's that pain, sharp pain, and God's healing that right now. Thank you, Father. Hmm. Someone has a pain in their, in their ear. It, it's on this side. I mean, and it could be, you know, as I'm looking at you, it's a different side. So it's on my left side, could be on your right side. But I feel it right back here in the back of the ear that God is healing that. It's a very, very sharp pain, and God is healing that right now. Just take your healing. Amen. Okay, guys, that's all we're going to do today. And um, just know how much he loves you and he cares about you. Talk to you tomorrow.